Hi guys, hope everyone's well and welcome back to the Improvement Podcast. So in this episode I'm going to touch on something a bit different than usual. How I basically got into bodybuilding, how I got into the gym from my background pretty much growing up. So a bit more of a personal one. Uh, some people kind of enjoy when I kind of touch on more about myself and I've had kind of topics similar asked to be kind of discussed and questions regarding it. So also, of course, I'll try and give you some value and insight alongside it. So if you do enjoy this style of episode, if you have enjoyed the episode, leave a like, give me a message, comment, feel free to share it on your story, that sort of thing. Just simply so I know if I get a positive response, positive feedback, I know to produce more episodes like this in the future. Or if, let's say I don't, then I know not to. So it helps me kind of pretty much make content that you actually want to listen to or that you actually want to watch. So, diving into the episode. So, basically growing up throughout my childhood, I was kind of, it's quite a stereotypical kind of way to get into it, to be honest. But uh, I was involved in sports from a young age, from well, from as young as I can really remember. I'd done things like swimming, judo, football. Uh, they're kind of the main kind of sports I've done growing up I'd say and as well as that I've obviously ventured into things like boxing, wrestling as well growing up and but for the most part the main three sports I've done growing up was like swimming, judo and football so I juggled all three of them Uh, but then obviously something has to give it's kind of hard to train and do swimming two times a week, do football three times a week, do judo four times a week it's hard to kind of juggle all them and be good at them all so I kind of stopped football just due to it clashing with the times I've done judo, I used to kind of go and perform judo and then basically go immediately. T- sorry, I used to go straight from football to then do judo immediately pretty much. And then on other days, like I had swimming, so it was quite hard to juggle all effort into three of them. So the main one I kind of ventured down and put my efforts into was judo. And for people that don't know, judo is kind of like a martial art, which you do kind of grappling in you kind of get scored on your ability to take your opponents down land them on their back or their side and as well as that uh, arm lock strangles and you kind of held them down for a certain duration which is how you kind of scored points against your opponent and I've done that for about 10 plus years so started I think when I was 6 stopped round about when I was 16-ish round about then Uh, not exactly sure if that was the exact age but round about that period I done okay. Uh, I was always doing judo. Like I got a bronze in the British schools. I won the Scottish Grand Prix, which is basically like a, all of the smaller events in Scotland. Whoever scored the most points or won the most kind of competitions were the Scottish Grand Prix champion. I got that three times in my kind of what you could say career or time doing judo, and. So I always done okay. I was never the best, if that makes sense. Well, obviously, I won the Grand Prix, but like in the UK, I was always alright. Whenever I went to competitions, I always kind of got bronzes, things like that. Sometimes didn't play, sometimes did. I was alright. I wasn't amazing at it, uh, but I was half decent. And winning or doing well never came easy for myself when I'd done it which I think is something that is super valuable upon reflection looking back on because I feel if something's easy, you don't kind of work for it, if that makes sense. And the reason why I was kind of in that position is because 
I was kind of always in the middle weight categories, like the most competitive categories in judo. I was always kind of not the heaviest individuals, not the lightest, and in judo, basically, like, uh, you've got the odd people who are very, very light for their age, and the odd people that are very, very heavy for their age, so obviously, like, those categories, due to having less individuals in them, if there's three people, then if you lose all your fights, you're going to get a bronze, whereas... If I turn up for for competition, and remember one one year, I, I'm not sure exactly the number, but there was a ridiculous amount of people fighting. I think it was under 73 kilos or under 66s, and there was like 20 plus, and it's like, it's it's obviously hard being the best out of 20 people instead of the best out of three people. So I was always in the most competitive kind of categories, I felt, when I was kind of growing up and performing judo. Not to make excuses for not winning competitions, that sort of thing. Uh, but I just found it never came easy for myself. It was always quite a graft. I did manage to get my black belt, which you had to kind of fight for and beat other individuals trying to get their black belt. You needed to com- you needed to kind of uh, win three fights. And then from there you go into your lineup where you had to fight four more people in a row, I believe it was. And if you win all four fights, you then get your black belt. So I got awarded my black belt, uh, which... I was quite happy with I managed to do that like I think a good while before like I stopped judo which I was happy with it kind of not that I needed to kind of stick it through if that makes sense or if I only if I stopped when I had a brown belt it would have kind of been a waste but it's kind of nice knowing that I got my black belt before kind of stopping judo but yeah I think in my judo career like not kind of winning that easily not always being at the top gave me discipline gave me work ethic and the benefit of consistency and doing judo, I think, was one of the best things that my parents got me to do growing up for sure. Like I learned, I think, so much for it because I was doing judo and I was seeing right there was in, there's other individuals around me, like some of my friends, like who are maybe a really lighter body weight or someone who was female, who managed to kind of like I seen them not put as much effort, what I'd class as not much effort into maybe what they're doing outside the judo, how consistent they are with training, how hard they push in training, yet they got rewarded for it. So that taught me, right, I can't get away with just half-assing it. So it really taught me to kind of work harder, nail things like my sleep outside the judo, uh, and make sure like I'm eating well, etc., and just working my arse off and putting more effort in because I didn't get easy. If I got easy, you didn't, what what's going to give you kind of that drive to kind of push harder and be better? And be kind of hungry, you could say. So, yeah, seeing people, what I'd say, do less but get better results. And that kind of just got me to kind of work harder. So I think that's a blessing for sure. And upon reflection, I wouldn't really change how that kind of, like, mapped out and how that actually kind of uh, took place because I think it was super valuable. But, yeah, so I've done judo for a good part of, like, 10 plus years and, the reason I kind of transitioned into the gym is I was fighting, just uh, what you could class, I don't know if you class it as sparring, but yeah, basically fighting or what you class as randori, and then I ended up fracturing my collarbone. I remember like I was just not up for training that day, I felt absolutely knackered, and then uh, I went to training, and then some boy threw me, landed on me, and I landed like shoulder first, fractured my collarbone, and then ended up kind of unable to do judo for like a a good period just because it's so unpredictable. Whereas 
going to the gym, for example, it isn't. If you do like a bench press or you do a movement, it either hurts or it kind of doesn't. So that's when I kind of transitioned into the gym because it was something I could do pain-free while I couldn't really do judo. So spending more time in the gym, staying active in that regard because I've always been active growing up. I've always uh, kind of done some sort of sport of activity. So I kind of channeled my effort into kind of the gym. And then from there, I spent a lot more time training in the gym, getting into it and kind of finding enjoyment in the gym. And I used to kind of, especially when my collarbone got better and before that, I used to go before judo, which I believe helped my performance massively. Like, because I was always, I was never like the fastest when it came to judo, but doing things like just deadlifts, squats, and then bench pressing, just like big free movements like those, I think helped massively transfer over to my ability to just be fast, be explosive when it came to judo. And actually helped my judo a lot. Like I found like my technique, my ability to perform in competitions, my ability to kind of manage stress and kind of do well, kind of naturally kind of improved when I started stopping actually, uh, which is quite funny. Like I just felt like everything started kind of clicking, like technique wise and uh, all kind of the effort that I put into, put into judo and the gym was just helping that. So it's kind of like funny time to maybe give it up. Not that I was going to be absolutely amazing if I kept going. I'm not saying that, but I felt like things started kind of clicking more when I was just started kind of not really caring as much about it and more time into the gym, which is funny. And yes, yeah, so I always went before judo and I felt that kind of not helped my performance on the mat at the time, but long term, just the weight training in general. And my passion and enjoyment for it grew. And the reason why I think it kind of grew so much is because with the gym, obviously it's nice kind of feeling stronger, looking bigger, but and I enjoyed just the style of training, but you kind of... You, you see tangible progression session to session so you see a direct correlation between what you put in and what you get out of it and like I said like I feel like in judo I always put a lot of effort in but I wasn't always rewarded for those efforts but when it comes to kind of bodybuilding or weight training or the gym in general you're always kind of rewarded for your efforts like if you put in more effort if you put if you're more consistent you get better results simple as that it's kind of like a one-to-one scenario whereas in general you could put in a ton of effort into maybe your training but you could maybe not see the return on your investment and the reason being is because you can't control if you can kind of oh you can control to an extent but if someone's better than you like they're better than you regardless if you yourself are progressing if that makes sense whereas in the gym like although maybe i might not win a of won a show last year etc or might not be strongest in the world like you've got your own numbers to kind of compare from and your own physique to compare from last month, last year. Uh, so you, it's really tangible, that progression. And I think that's something, as a person, I'm fueled by massively, which is kind of being able to see tangible progression and just moving forwards. That's something that I think fuels me massively, not just in the gym, but in life in general. Like, I, I don't, I hate the feeling of being stagnant. I hate the feeling of not moving forwards, whether it's my business, whether it's kind of, my goals maybe what I want to do in the future of my life outside of the gym outside of kind of competing and outside of like my business uh, and so it, it just gives you kind of that tangible progression which I really loved and what I'd say is like if you are wanting to stay consistent with the gym find that progression that fuels you if it's your physique which you might not be able to rely on when you're gaining because you don't always see progress visually when you're gaining but your performance metrics, 
things like that. So really, really can't try and focus on, right, what, where can you see improvements? Where can you see kind of progression? Where can you see tangible progression that's going to give you enjoyment in the process? And that's where you should kind of focus your efforts because if, let's say, you're focusing your efforts where you can't see much reward, like if you're bulking and you're constantly assessing progress goals and it's like watching paint dry, you're not really going to see a difference over time. Whereas if you look at the logbook, if you look at what's happening in the gym, your, your lifts, because if you progress your lifts, if you take your deadlift from 100 kilos to 200 kilos, you'll have bigger back, you'll have a bigger pair of glutes and bigger pair of hamstrings to show for it with no doubts at all. So that's where you should kind of focus your efforts because if, if when you're gaining, you're focusing your efforts on kind of where where can I see more vascularity? Where can I see more definition? Then you're, you're not going to set yourself up for success. You're literally going to watch yourself go backwards. So... Make sure your focus is on the right areas. So sorry, bit of a tangent there, but I think you kind of get a drift. I think it's something important to kind of hammer home. But yeah, it was kind of a gradual process, kind of transitioning out of judo and into the gym. I used to kind of train primarily primarily for strength. Uh, and then over time, uh I started kind of transitioning more towards trying to build muscle. I think I started off more trying to get stronger, that sort of thing. So it did have a carryover to my judo. So that's what I naturally orientated towards and kind of somewhat like powerlifting training I used to kind of do. And I used to just do like five by five squat, bench and deadlift, uh, benching two times a week, squatting, deadlifting once a week each, things like that. Uh, and then just every set to failure, Add as much weight as you can, train as hard as you can, every single set really. Uh, tons. <laughs> and it's funny, like looking back at your early years of training, I used to always kind of like have ridiculously strong coffees with like tons of honey in it for some carbohydrates before the gym. And I used to just be absolutely flying off that. And I used to kind of, I mind in school, I used to eat beef and then I used to get like the microwavable rice from Uncle Ben's. I used to have four packets of them and just eat that throughout the day at school whenever I had the chance. Uh, no salt, no sauce, because I felt like it was cheating, just literally dry beef and rice, uh, which I actually kind of get the fear of thinking about that. And I used to always like go out for dinner and then after dinner, at, like I could have like a free course meal at TGI's and I'd come home and I'd be with my girlfriend and be up at 12 o'clock just finishing that. I didn't have to, I didn't, I didn't really kind of track calories, but I knew like this is, this is how much food I eat. I ate that on a daily basis and then anything on top of it, I ate that as well. But I made sure I finished my food. I didn't leave that to spare. So like I'd be up and I'd be eating that and it would be absolutely horrendous, but I'd still finish it. And upon reflection, is that optimal? No, but I think in your early years, it is good to just spend your time eating a lot of food, training hard and just doing that over time, not really worrying about as much minute details, which I think can get people confused, which can get people distracted and what actually makes sense. And just kind of find an enjoyment in that process and just falling in love with having good routine, having good structure, I believe helps massively. So I started kind of, yeah, just kind of eating everything in sight, bulking for years on end, really. And then transitioning a bit more into what you could say bodybuilding training, because my mate kind of, I can't mind why, but he started doing a bit higher rep range working and he was like, oh, I might actually stick to this. I'm enjoying it. And I kind of followed him for whatever reason and then done a bit of that as well. And then we started kind of, I just kind of stayed there really. Uh, and that was kind of like some of the best times in my training career, just going in the gym, not really stressing about things, having fun, eating a lot, 
having a ton of coffee and just enjoying training really uh, and yes I made mistakes along the way but you you kind of learn from those mistakes if that makes sense and yeah so I, I just gradually transitioned to it and I got in for for the right reasons which I think is super valuable like wanting to kind of improve myself like and yes I post every single day on social media I post physique updates I post informative content I want to try and build maybe a following for business purposes uh, and because I enjoy what I do but I got in for it I got into it and I was ticking my boxes I was eating food I was eating just beef and rice all the time I was having ridiculous shakes with ridiculous ingredients blended in them that I won't discuss uh, I was doing that for years on end beforehand so I, f- I fell in love with the process first I fell in love with actually training first before worrying about kind of having a social media following or having anyone's approval or doing it to look better in my own skin. I just done it because I enjoy training, simple as that, which I think is super valuable and I think not a lot of people do sadly now. I think it's kind of influenced a lot by kind of social media and looking good and kind of seeing what other people are doing, which is a shame uh, because that's that's not... I, I don't think you're going to really get as far and you're going to be as consistent and you're going to love the process and as a result put as much effort in as a result of that. Uh, so yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Hope you've kind of enjoyed the bit of a different episode than usual. And uh, if you want to kind of see any topics similar in terms of any experience I've had personally or like diving into anything else in regards to maybe the personal side of things and myself, while also kind of trying to sprinkle some informative information and in, like while doing so, if that makes sense, of course, like I've tried to do in this episode then. I'll be more than happy to do so. But yeah, thank you very much for watching or listening. Any support on the podcast is greatly appreciated. I think you know by now you can like, subscribe, leave a rating, review, that sort of thing and a comment. And if you are watching or listening on YouTube, thank you very much for the support. It's growing at quite a good rate. And if you've not already, I've got some training videos and sort of things on there. So be sure to check out my YouTube channel. It's just Charlie Cuthbert if you're looking for it. And I'm putting out educational content from my coach by charlie education section i'm putting out the podcast on there i'm putting out training footage on a regular basis and of course if you are interested in online coaching taking your physique to the next level then i am currently taking on client but thank you very much for watching or listening and hope everyone has a great rest of their day